Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Z Nation fans. Welcome to another edition of the After Buzz Recap Show. I'm your host, Megan Salinas. Joining me on the panel tonight, Roya Tahiri. Hello, everybody. Hello. Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. Unfortunately, Zach Wilson can't be here with us tonight, but we do have two very, very special guests joining us on the couch tonight. We have the casting director of the show, Nikkei Imoro. Hello there. CSA. Hi. Nice <laughs> to be here. Very nice to have you. And we have Nat Zang joining us again, aka 10K. Hi. How are you guys tonight? I'm Friends. great. Yeah. yeah. It's been a great day, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and what an episode, too. I'm so glad that we get to talk to you guys, because w- this is a great episode, not only just kind of from a casting standpoint, it's going to be great to hear your perspective on that, Can't wait to but it's it. another good episode for 10K. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun stuff this time around. Do we just continually have you on every time you have to kill a father figure? That's, <laughs> that yeah, that's pretty much the theme, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone died. Let's call Nat. <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah. 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 Well, eventually he'll have to kill Doc. I mean, no! Cry. no! No! Don't you dare say that! <laughs> I went there! Um. Shame on you. No. We killed the protagonist halfway through the series. <laughs> All bets are off. No more. <laughs> I can't take any more. You're watching the wrong series if that's the case. Uh, yeah. Doc lives. Doc lives and uh, just no hugging, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we can... Uh... No hugging! <laughs> She's a member of Team Survival, remember? Shoot. <laughs> you were on the wrong side of the table this week. And whose fault is that? Zach's for not being here. I got a little hungry, Zach sacrificed. I'm sorry. <laughs> he but knew that, what was he, he what he was getting into. Yeah, with or team was survival. he snackrificed? Exactly. Um, no. Boo. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's go ahead and get into the episode because there there are a couple really cool things I want to talk about. Not only from like a story structure standpoint, but from a production standpoint as well. Because the gang, you know, we start off in South Dakota and they find themselves at this radioactive, you know, nuclear power plant, and we and they get attacked by radioactive Z's, and. I, don't, I wanted to get your guys' take on this, because what did you think of the makeup design for these zombies? Because I thought they were just the coolest thing. Do you mean with the green glow? Yeah, the How bioluminescent glow. Post-production? That, that glow? That was not post-production. That wasn't post-production? Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, then, see? Very what good. Yeah. What do you know? Very good. We, Props to the we, makeup people. We yeah. had glowing Z. Yeah, they had like, oh. the glowing fantastic. paste that they put everything, and yeah. then we had black lights on them to yeah. make them... 
That's so cool. It was very cool. Uh-huh. Visually, actually being on set, and uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So they actually glowed in the dark. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Props oh. to makeup and costume. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Did they run around after dark when the filming was over, scaring the <laughs> I would have because done that. I was just thinking, Mike, if I was covered in that, I'd be literally running around in the forest like, ah! <laughs> I would be hitchhiking and terrifying people who believe in Slender Man. <laughs> Well, didn't, uh, I think, I don't remember who told the story, but someone was hitchhiking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Carl told the story of the, uh, of the zombie that he wanted the to The hitchhiking zombie. Yeah. He's like, no, oh, not yeah. you. I want someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Someone who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I really loved this design for these, you know, again, bioluminescent radioactive zombies because when you hear radioactive zombie, you have a, I personally had a hard time picturing it. And then we see this, and I'm like, that is it. That yeah. is spot on. That is right on the money. We make them glow like a cheesy 80 horrors, 80s horror movie. <laughs> but I didn't love you it. love them for that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just to die for, quite literally. Well, and have any of you guys been to Universal Horror Nights? No. Oh, say, have any of you guys been radioactive? <laughs> <laughs> no. Last time I checked, no. not where I was going I've lived at a few military bases yeah. that had that stuff going on. But, uh, no. Well, um, every year they usually do a 3D maze of some sort, and I, I don't like the 3D aspect of it. That always hurts my eyes, but another thing that they do with all of that is they always uh, use a black light, and they have these crazy, really neon colors, um, and so and they have like makeup for whatever the monster of that particular year is. This year it was clowns, so we steered clear of <laughs> <laughs> that one. But um but it's really cool to always see people in that kind of makeup with the black light and everything. So and what you're saying is never wear white in that three D maze. Because you will be a target. <laughs> well, everyone's a target. <laughs> well yes, but when you walk through and your shirt's glowing like the sun, it's like, oh, that one. But it reminded me a lot of going to Horror Nights. So for me personally, it was a lot of fun to see these radioactive zombies this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, you know, it's great seeing it visually. It's one thing when you're on set and you're observing the whole thing. You know, even seeing, uh, you know, 10K in those suits, you know, and, and watching the actors navigate that. And then you see, see it, uh, you know, actually on TV. It's just fantastic visually. Yeah. As the casting director, do you get to go on set a lot? I do. I'm very lucky. Um, I cast uh, about 90% of those roles there from Washington State, from actors within Washington State. And so, uh, you know, I'll check in with them and uh, just uh, watch some of the scenes being built. Uh, yeah, it's great. Really so thrilling. How much discussion kind of goes into the selection process? Do they do they kind of mostly leave that to you, or is it like a group discussion in terms of who gets to, who everybody thinks is the best for said character? Well, I think uh, primarily, you know, the showrunner Carl Schaefer, uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic human being, just full stop. But uh, my my conversation will begin with him and uh, maybe a couple of other producers and the writer. And they give an indication of what they're looking for. And then I'll go out into the pool and uh, into the talent pool and, and start, you know, putting actors in front of them to consider. And then it does become back and forth and, and a discussion, yeah. But primarily, you know, the, act, the writers and the producers get to uh, decide, um, yeah. So do you get to figure out, like, do they tell you ahead of time, like, oh, this character might die in the third episode, <laughs> so cast widely, like, is that at all, or are you not aware of the character's life? 
Well, yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> you know, you kind of can't choose. Their, you know, their like, expiration date. Yeah. Make the audience yeah. love, I love them that. because they're hosts. <laughs> um, yeah, you do have a sense of, uh, you know, certain actors that you might want to, uh, you know, have great uh, long, longevity. Um, yeah, we, we, we discuss all that. Yeah. And it was great, you know, uh, auditioning uh, Nat for the role of Tenke as well and uh, some of the other actors. So you're yeah. saying if I get casted for a character and I die in the fe- first episode, that means they didn't really like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's dead. Yeah. So you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you brought it up, what was the audition process like for this particular role? Um, for me, it was actually super fast. I like just got an agent maybe a month before this came up. And uh, it was my first film audition ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I remember us talking about this. I, I didn't think yeah. he could actually understand my accent. So I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Last one of the day, yeah. Last one of the day. We'd been in the room for, what, 10 hours I'd been uh, casting for. And I just thought, oh, this, this kid's not, probably won't understand a thing. But <laughs> I'll, I'll give him, you know, it's 10 hours on my feet. But I'll, I'll give it a go. See if he understands this uh, Direction and lo and behold, uh, the energy in the room stopped. And I said, "Did you? Did you all see what I saw?" I asked my assistants, and uh, yeah, did you enjoy it though? Yeah, oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I didn't know anything. I was just going to be like, "Oh yeah, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a TV show." (laughs) (laughs) This will be fun. Yeah. And lo and behold, here you are doing a TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, it was a very good audition. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. We had so many people, you know, for some of those roles. Uh, for the lead role, I saw about 1,100 actors. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For uh, the five uh, lead roles that I was looking for. So that that was just for those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was... Uh, I can't even imagine how what, like, narrowing know? it down would be like. Yeah, yeah. How do you narrow it down, let alone choose? Uh, we have our ways. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Now I'm terrified. Well, I mean, this is a show that killed off the main characters six episodes in. I imagine they don't have any trouble trimming the fat. <laughs> that's why I'm terrified. Megan, I'm still trying to get over that. Okay. I'm Can't sorry. keep bringing it up. He's I want to move on. Dead. He has shuffled off this mortal nope. coil. He nope. is an ex character. It was a dream. <laughs> it was a dream. <laughs> I can only remember so much of the Monty Python sketch here before I start banging a fairy small character on yeah okay which Monty Python skit was that the parrot he is an ex-parrot he has shut him off I know that one that's a good one are you you a Monty Python sort of uh, I've I've seen a few of them you find it funny do you it is funny (laughs) (laughs) don't you find it funny it's your people Yeah, it's it's a running joke between you and I. <laughs> Earlier today, do you know what he said to me? We were talking. I was sharing something, and uh, I, I asked him if he shared this same sort of acting fear or whatever it was, and he assured me he didn't because he was American and born in this century. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped for just a moment and thought, that was very clever, actually. Very witty. Yeah. Quite charming, isn't he? R10K, quite charming. Yeah. Gotta get a rim shot ready for when <laughs> <laughs> zinger. Zing. This is what it's like all the time. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Killing people and zingers. <laughs> that's the show. That's the let's show. That's the show. show. <laughs> well, let's get back 
Speaking of which, let's go ahead and get back to <laughs> the plot the a little bit because we <laughs> back Fish to the show. Yes. But um, we they get saved by uh, these two characters, Wilbur and Amelia Grady, mm-hmm. and. With a pilot named Amelia, she was doomed from the get-go. Even Wilbur. I was just thinking of the pig. I'm like, oh, man. Hey, he lives. Smart pig like that, you don't even know. Not for long. Not for long. (laughs) He lives. Where is he now? Where is he now? In the hearts and minds of of children, because he lived through that story. She's talking about the Wilbur from Charlotte's Web. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I they understood that reference. Yes. He lived. Charlotte was the one that died, which is all sorts of sad for a Charlotte? lot of other different. Yeah, Charlotte died in Charlotte's Web. Oh, okay. We're I thought we were talking about the character. I thought <laughs> I was like, it's Amelia, <laughs> not Charlotte. What happened there? We were talking about Charlotte's. Okay. Anyway, yes, neither of them were long for this world. Unfortunately, it was sad. <laughs> so many dead people in a show about um, dead people. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? But <laughs> it just—it does kind of reemphasize, though, that everywhere this group goes, there is just trouble and destruction in their wake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if yep. you come across this group, <laughs> you are probably not long for this world. <laughs> <laughs> there was already trouble when they got here, in much the same way that there was already going to be trouble with drinking the Kool-Aid minister and his groupies. In these two instances, they didn't bring it with them. Mm. In other ways, they bring it with them. There have definitely been episodes where it's like, y'all caused this. Yeah. This right. is your fault. There was, in episode five, though, the two people did not die. I will have you Yeah, the couple, right? right? <laughs> they I did only not survive five minutes well, after everyone else rolled probably. out of town. That's yeah, probably But that's true. not their <laughs> fault. Yeah. That's not our group's fault. But no, with- it's it's the couple's fault for making one of the dumbest <laughs> possible decisions. You, I mean, he had a head wound, so I can forgive him that. But her? <laughs> I, no. <laughs> Things well, I'm not over yet. Yeah. With this episode, they do come across... This nuclear power plant is about to have this meltdown. They've right. essentially got 48 hours to put these two rods manually back in place in order for the nuclear melt down to not happen and not kill everyone within a 300... I think the blast would be a 300-mile radius, I think is what they said. And then who even knows? Yeah, Yeah, the fallout would hit, like, a 1,000 miles or something like that. The end of the world, basically. In in a way, they're like the superhero group, because if they didn't show up, it could have blown up. That's right. They only have 48 hours to cancel the apocalypse. I know what hey, you're referencing. And dead silence. <laughs> I picked a winner with that one. All the on. Pacific Rim fans in the audience are like, yes. <laughs> anyway, so they they go and they, they make a trial run to try to go ahead and, and stop this from happening. But Grady can't do it. He he comes back out and dies. It They failed miserably. It was sad. And, and this was a really sad scene, actually, when he passed away in his daughter's arms, and they had to give him mercy right then and there. That was that was a real that depressing was a scene. Downer. I, that, 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 I'm, I mean, I don't know, you know, what you thought, but when I, I was watching, uh, it's Anna Clawson, isn't it, Anna that Clawson. plays Amelia. Uh, I just thought, you know, well, that's a, that's a powerful moment there to watch your father suddenly being piped. Yeah. Yeah. When he almost, he was like throwing up on her face. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, because they, they make the point before they go in for this, you know, it's a suicide mission for him and he knows it. Mm-hmm. He's not long for this world anyway because of the radio fallout. Do you think he really tried though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude was wearing his radiation suit correctly. He came back pretty quick. It's interesting <laughs> that he decided to come back even though he was going to, he knew he was going to die anyway. Yeah. So you're like, 
You could have spent that energy, like, fixing it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It might have been to prevent his daughter from coming in after him. Maybe. Coming out and saying, okay, I, mm-hmm. I screwed failed. that one up. Um, it's up to you guys now. As opposed to, whatever happened to that guy? Right. Go. Do you or think, her like, for life. You're, you're waiting She's and, like. for life. Almost <laughs> anyway. And it's, like, 40 hours later and it's just like, do you think he made it? <laughs> I don't think he made it. <laughs> they would have waited 40 minutes never mind 40 hours <laughs> probably not but did I you like that moment i i loved the acting in it mm-hmm. and even though it is kind of like well why didn't he just try to fix it um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know if he was that gonna was die anyway point, though he's not wearing the suit correctly he yeah. just gave up mm-hmm. i i did like that moment for a completely different reason actually when you watch a zombie show or, or like a zombie movie or anything in this genre the zombie killing can become desensitized. Right. Where you see so many zombies die that seeing a person die and turn into a zombie kind of becomes yesterday's news. Right. Like, look at how many Resident Evil movies there are. It, you know, it's <laughs> That's like... not a good example of becomes, a zombie movie. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying it becomes boring oh, after yeah. a little while. I think they're <laughs> still really entertaining. But you use the Resident Evil movies as an because example. Because it does That's it over problem. and over and over again and doesn't do anything she different. She still kicks ass, man. Mia Jovovich is great, but like, but I mean, when she good. when she kills a zombie, sometimes it looks cool, but, you know, for the most part, you're just kind of like, meh. But with this, like, when, when we see a scene like this, it re-emphasizes the whole point of their mission. It, you know, it, it hits home all over again because you see this emotional breakdown and it's like, oh, that's right. Each and every one of these zombies was a person with a family and a backstory mm-hmm. and... And that, and so I liked seeing that again. It's refreshing because you're like, oh yeah, that's right. These are people, not just you know nameless, you know nameless drones that and get th- murdered all the time. I think that's right. And I think that you know by the time we get to episode ten, this this group is becoming a unit, more like a family. And you know we see Warren put down uh, Grady, and later on she's talking to uh, who is it? Uh, the actor Keith Allen. Murphy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and say that guy, yeah. Then saying, you know, don't forget there are how many people oh, you know, have sacrificed, yeah, yeah, that have been made for you. And that also is a powerful and very poignant moment, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the most emotional like moment with Murphy. I mean maybe yeah. the maybe with the tornado. Um that was a big mm-hmm. moment for him. But just between the two of them, that was this very nice yeah, sweet. Yeah, I love that scene. I like he can't even really say goodbye to her, you know? Mm. He's like just like the because <laughs> yeah. he, he can't, you know, he can't. Because he's not that. He's not an emotional guy, and it's like, but, but he can do that, and you, you know, you get what he, what yeah, he means. What he means. It's the best way he can articulate it. Yeah. He can't bring himself to say the things you know a normal emotional person would be right. able to say. Yeah. It could have made the al- the alcohol inside of him could have made him say that. Had a lot to drink. Yeah. There was a lot of he vodka. killed half that bottle. That's like large <laughs> bottle. The alcohol inside of him made him have a wonderful monologue. Not long after that, <laughs> that was my favorite. Did you like part that? The, uh, the the monologue to the universe. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was that for was bringing good. me up to South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be really good audition material. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 
you can pull that off yeah (laughs) yeah but no that was a great moment and and actually even when they're in the plane together and amelia is asking him do you miss your friends he was like they're not my friends we're like foxhole buddies but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I thought that was lovely and uh, uh, you know those those subtle moments that that murphy has are really yeah, I like yeah. those small moments. He's yeah. a complex guy. He uh-huh. he's there's a lot more to him than is on the surface. Because on the surface, he's he's just a jerk because he he tells it like it is without any filter. Mm-hmm. And but you know when you get down to it, he is still a person, and whether he wants to admit it or not, he's getting attached to these people who mm-hmm. are his foxhole buddies, not friends, but. Foxhall buddies, and they called him his their friend in the last episode. At the end of yeah. the last episode, so even if he doesn't officially regard them as his friends, they're probably the closest thing he'll he's ever had to friends, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or ever will have. <laughs> he probably didn't handle prison very well. No, probably, probably not. didn't handle him very well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. But um, but to get back when when Grady passes away. We we have to have somebody else to go into the reactor, and unfortunately, Amelia can't do it because she's a pilot. She's not really trained in in anything nuclear related. So, but there is one person on the outskirts of town, Homer Stubbins, and so the Homer group- Simpson. What? <laughs> <laughs> you mean he used to work at a nuclear power plant that's now having massive issues? Oh my, oh god. my god! I did not even did catch that. Did that only just hit you? Yeah. <laughs> You got me into The Simpsons, and that <laughs> wow. parallel only just hit you now? Well, because Homer... It makes for a good on-camera moment. <laughs> Homer is ridiculously incompetent. This guy seems to be a pretty good survivor mm. with a relatively Still, good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Just because Homer oh. can't find the any key doesn't mean he couldn't save the world Where's if he had to. <laughs> what happened to my bird? <laughs> We could sit here and make Simpsons references all night. <laughs> we might. But, but so they, they go up um to the outskirts of town and he he has this pretty good survivalist setup and this is yeah. why it's really good that they have ten K on on their team because uh-huh. he can sit down and analyze the situation yeah. and be like, Okay, this is what we're in for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I um Yeah, which was really what kind of bonded the two of us together too and it, to create that kind of like father son relationship you know I mean it's a lot like he's actually is a lot like my dad I mean he even looks like the guy who played my dad so yeah yeah and he he respects 10k a mm-hmm. lot for not only being able to get past their traps but for being you know young enough and to know his stuff too like yeah. he uh-huh. knows a lot about knives he yeah. was able to survey the the setup that this guy had and wasn't that lovely that moment where he's your uh, 10k is down looking at the ground and you know talking through the mines and mm-hmm. you know what actually was there that was potentially hazardous to the group. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? I did. I did like that. It was great to see this tactical side of 10K, because for the most part, he's a silent sniper. Right. And so it's nice to actually see that, you know, it's like, look, this is what's going on, and he can take charge when the time yeah. comes Yeah, it's it. like he yeah. like sees what he knows and... and- it's like okay, yeah. Now here's something that I know I know how to do. Yeah. This is my moment. <laughs> this is my moment. My time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I actually think this is probably the most lines 10K has had in any given episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> is it definitely or overall. <laughs> 
Both? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been counting. But uh, I think it's the most that we hear him speak in an, in in an, an episode. episode. Yeah. Would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, think so. Quite yeah. A bit. yeah. Yeah, and it was good, and it was nice to see this relationship kind of develop. And I know that when you guys are filming, it is just so fast. But right. was there anything you guys talked about, you and the actor who played Homer, to kind of work off of each other and kind of build that repertoire? Um, Like, that we talk about personally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just really anything, like, character-wise. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely felt that we definitely worked well together I think had a strong connection yeah it's yeah. gotta be so hard just because the filming just goes the so pace. fast mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah, it m- does. I mean, we're doing an yeah. episode in how many days? Five days? Six. six. Yeah, about six. six days, yeah. It must still wow. just be like a blur by the end of it. <laughs> it is, but you know what's great is that sometimes I've noticed, uh, you know, when the actors are on set and seeing each other for the first time, they'll sort of, you know, come together and lock eyes and there's this sort of silent agreement that happens, <laughs> you know, and then they're just all in the trenches and you just, yeah. you keep going. I, th- I think that's so, what's so wonderful about it. You really are foxhole buddies. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, so they get Homer to agree to go in and help them, um, you know, defuse the reactor. And because he's the one, he's looking at the original designs of the entire thing, and he he has enough wherewithal to be able to go in and take care of the problem. Well, he helped design it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So he knows what's up. But, and I kind of, I really liked the way they were able to convince him to help because he's like, at first, he's like, you must have confused me with someone who gives a damn. (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) Like, well, but. If it goes down, literally everyone dies, including you. Yeah, could you imagine if this group hadn't gone by this town? Because they would have just, like, gone straight by it, and then nuclear meltdown, and then their mission's over, and... Superheroes. (laughs) It's like the Scooby gang, (laughs) trying to figure it out. Mystery Incorporated? Yes. (laughs) Solving mysteries? They always just happen to show up when someone's haunting something. (laughs) Zoinks! Yeah. (laughs) Or when an old white man is... Pretending to haunt something to get money. Yeah, no. A lot of Scooby Doo. Anyway, <laughs> well, does that Jinkies. make Murphy the dog? What, the part, <laughs> the part in the house when Homer has all those weapons and he gives them like I like that little plug. It's like, oh hey, here's more ammo for you guys. Yeah. And now they can go on mm-hmm. farther with their mission. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, here you go. Now people can't be like, well, they should be out of ammo. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a good explanation. And that's another interesting thing about this show too is because they're on the move, they are constantly on the hunt for ammo and supplies mm-hmm. and gas yes. and a ride. And even they were walking at the beginning of this episode because their truck had run out of gas and mm-hmm. they couldn't get it to go anywhere. So was this episode brought to you by uh, Three Olives? That was pretty funny. If, if that That's was... Great. We can fuel a jet. Yeah, that <laughs> was fantastic. Yeah. If she can change the jet to fuel off of Vodka, couldn't she do it with a tr- like truck or a car of some sort? But they didn't have the vodka at the time, and then the truck was like 20 miles away. But with that little car that they had. Maybe. I mean, well, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but well, couldn't they do that have, with it? It wouldn't have happened as quickly, would it? The idea was that obviously, you know, you can For fly, the... there's enough vodka to get us you know, <laughs> yeah. 100, 100 miles Which, across. As much as I love the idea of them, like, riding around on a golf cart and killing zombies as they drive, that's really not the safest vehicle yeah. <laughs> no. to be around in. No. <laughs> yeah. 
it's yeah. pretty fun though. Gonna have to find a new vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. makes for a really great mental image, but it's, yeah, probably not safe. I mean, it's better than the Beetle that they had. That's true. Yeah. That was hilarious. So bad. <laughs> Did oh, you like the Beetle? Oh, yeah. I thought that, that was great. That moment wasn't it? Clown car. Yeah. <laughs> I was so surprised you guys were all able to pile into that thing. Yeah. yeah. How did you um, do that? Well, okay. So there was Garnett and Warren were in the front two seats. Murphy was in the back uh, with Cassandra, I believe. Mac and Addie were sitting on okay. top of the uh, the, the hood. <laughs> yeah, the hood was taken off. They were sitting on top on top of like so they the were engine. on top of the engine. And uh, me and Doc were hanging off the back, just <laughs> riding on the bumper. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys get a lot of fan art, but I really want fan art of that one particular moment of just all of them driving. I know, right? <laughs> we're gonna see it now. Yeah. Yeah. all over Twitter. Yeah. I hope so because yeah. that's one of the funniest things in this series. I mean, I would like to see all the cars that they've been in, like a little drawing of all. Bam, oh, yeah. bam, bam. See like, how it works. Like, just as the series progresses. Yeah, because we had different... so many at the yeah. beginning. We had, like, three cars. We <laughs> had a satellite dish for at one point. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> then, um... The gasoline A fire truck at work. one point. We had a yeah, fire we had truck. A, yeah. we, had that, we had that military, um... Thing. Van truck yeah. thing. I don't know. And we had the steak bed with the... the statue of the bell, yeah. Was that an armored transport? Yeah. The military one? Mm-hmm. Huh. It was there for, like, the first episode. I think that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And that. now you yeah. guys have a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a golf cart. That's, that's it all, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. But doesn't, doesn't Warren drive that golf cart well? I mean, she <laughs> yeah. can do those uh, turns there. She, she knows her stuff. She does. <laughs> yeah. She does, yeah. Well... To give back, um, they they do. They have a lot of vodka, and <laughs> which is that great. That sounds like a great situation. It really does. And so it's it's nice to have this moment, like you said, where we can restock up on supplies. And so they do. They they form this um, they form this plan where uh, Homer and Ten K are going to go in and they're going to do their best to to set things right. And while they go in, which with those crazy suits, which I uh-huh. I, I kind of want to ask the costume department about that because they're they're not like the normal hazmat suits that we're used to seeing but i imagine the orange just, ones yeah yeah those are like the uh they're like the next level up so they're like completely sealed yeah but, like, exactly very hard to breathe in um yeah we had to <laughs> put little fans in the back to like so we could actually <laughs> breathe you know get oxygen yeah and, and like uh, you guys had like these big old pack things when you put those big yes ones because on. they you have to wear oxygen tanks when you're uh, in those things oh and, man. but they didn't have us wearing oxygen tanks because that would have been so heavy and probably pretty expensive yeah no and i wouldn't have no that would have been terrible <laughs> yeah. it would have required some sort of safety supervisor on set as yeah, well yeah. beyond yeah. the usual mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. ac is so much better than oxygen i'm just saying if you had yeah. ac blowing you know Blowing in. Yeah, exactly. Better. Oh, yeah. Who needs yeah. oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> but they do come across one of the coolest little things that we've seen in this series. Like, Robbie, this little Roomba <laughs> yeah. with a laser on <laughs> The death Roomba. Uh, yeah. At first, we thought Robbie was going to be, like, this tall and, like, have like like look like an actual, like, robot like thing. Like Robbie and, the robot. Yeah. yeah, and, like, shoot. And, but, and, like, it was going to have, like, these saws that came out. Like, <laughs> <everything>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a robotics club project. Yeah. 
Well, no, I think there used to be a show on like sci-fi or something where um, where they would have like battle bots or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. No, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why am I visualizing this? I've seen this somewhere before. <laughs> I think I'm going crazy. But Maybe Rob, I shouldn't speak. But Robbie was just You're this on cute... team survival. You're already crazy. <laughs> nope, because we're surviving. <laughs> They're getting the job done, <laughs> whatever that means. But but Robbie is just this cute little Roomba mm-hmm. with this little death laser, and so like the Roomba's going through, and I'm not quite sure entirely why the zombies are are looking at it but i i guess because it's making noise, it's making a noise. as they're driving it and moving yeah, yeah and and it's just cutting these zombies yeah. in half probably the coolest co- zombie kill in this one was the radioactive zombies head getting sliced in half oh, yeah. by the robot laser personally yeah. i, I like the uh, i like the exploding head yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to bisect it from the crotch up yeah. and the head's going <laughs> i actually liked the first one where they just took the knees off and kept going yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. Like, were you using those kneecaps? Mm, Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm still just trying to get over the fact that I put all of those words together in one sentence. (laughs) Radioactive death zombie and Roomba laser. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's like Mad Libs. It's great. The Roomba definitely, that's what it reminded me of too. But when they first brought it out, I'm like, is that an Xbox? (laughs) (laughs) That that looks like my Xbox with the Wi-Fi attached to the back. (laughs) And then there's like a little camera. It works a lot better than some of the Xboxes I've seen. Oh, (laughs) burn. But it was kind of funny seeing Homer just, he knew exactly where it was. I was like, I know you used to work here, but like, wow, you just made a beeline. (laughs) That cabinet. Yeah. (laughs) It was really slow. Facility, you know they don't change things for like twenty years. There you yeah. go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I but kind of wish that they went first as close as they could and then put the Roomba down. Or that's not what it's called, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Robbie yeah. might as well be Robbie the Roomba. Yeah, because I mean it went really slow. It was like zzz. well, and I was I, I know it, it had death lasers. So it <laughs> yeah. I know slow. You know, well, it's true. I feel really dumb for getting attached to the Roomba, <laughs> but I was really sad when they ripped it it's apart. Sad. It's a sad. It's a sad thing. Yeah, and we go by and we're like, oh man, Robbie's dead. <laughs> Man, we really liked him. He was cool. You obviously really liked him. I mean, you got attached, right? I did. I got attached to him more than I get attached to some of the side characters. (laughs) We have a habit of getting attached to the most badass things in the episode, and usually it's this guy right here, but this time it was the Roomba. You mean the Roomba upstage? 10K? 10K doesn't have death lasers. Ah, that's true. He didn't slice it. unstoppable. He didn't explode a zombie's head this time around. That's true. True. But usually that is his Unfortunately, job. with Robbie dead, they have to come up with plan C. It was never alive to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dealing with the loss, Katie. I'm just Let emotionally me devastating the entire panel tonight. Let me mourn. I am two for two. Too bad Zach's not here. <laughs> Let me mourn. Let her deal with him. (laughs) Everybody works through it at their own pace. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so they have to come up with Plan C, which is essentially Cassandra, Doc, and 10K. They're going to go in and back up Homer. And meanwhile, Amelia and Warren are working on the plane to get Murphy out of Dodge in case things go south. Which is where we get the vodka getting converted into fuel. And that's when we get this really nice touching moment in between uh, Murphy and Warren. Which, again, probably the most touching, heartwarming scene that they've had together. I mean, we had we came close in the previous episode, um, or two episodes ago, when he zipped her up in the body bag. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, they... they between so, them, yeah. 
Where I thought that they were going to be butting heads all season um, after after Garnett died, yeah. but they they actually are forming this really interesting mutual respect for one another in a weird way. I wonder if that's also. I mean, as I'm watching Warren, you know, as the leader, there's a softness to her, I think, and and a strength to her, and it's just fantastic to watch her. Um, dealing with, you know, the group and their various sort of idiosyncrasies, uh-huh. but particularly uh, uh, Murphy. Why do I keep forgetting his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, because you probably know him as Keith. But she, yeah, she does, she does, she's a very nurturing leader. I mean, yeah. even when, um, when I step forward to say, like, I want to go with Homer, she says, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because she's, like, she's very protective of everybody in the group. And I think, yeah, that's yeah. the whole, the whole family dynamic that's kind of been created. Yeah. between the group. Yeah. She's Mama yeah. Bear. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah. And unfortunately, but nobody else is going to step up to be leader at this point if anything happens to her. So she uh-huh. does have to hang back and make sure Murphy can get to safety if necessary. And at least everyone's honest about it. They're like, I ain't stepping up. <laughs> Did you see that sorry, moment with Doc. Doc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not getting him to California. Yeah. My part with what I loved about Doc in this episode is when he gets the pills for the radiation. It's like, what, what is this? Oh, bummer. <laughs> he was bummed. Okay. <laughs> I just loved him pointing out the landmines while they were going up to the house. Like, yeah, you totally know what those look like and are being very helpful right now. <laughs> Point them out to the guy who said they'd be there in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, um, well, no, uh, it, I, and Megan what, Robbie said, damn it. <laughs> you guys suck. I hate you. You know what they I cut? We had, a, we, had a scene. we had a scene where, like, they were throwing... We were trying to, like, blow up the landmines, like, by throwing rocks on them so they wouldn't uh, blow up when we stepped on them, you know? And, like, we actually blew up some stuff on the set, which was really cool. We never got to see it, though. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it probably didn't make any sense, because if we blew it up, Homer would be like... Well, hey, there's explosions happening yeah. <laughs> in my front yard. What's Two going ways, guys. Well, that girls even wanted to blow stuff up on set. Yeah, that's that's what that's really what it is. Well, that and there would have been craters as you as you run up to the house. Yeah, right. so yeah. that wouldn't have worked. It was nice though. It was a mu- much more stealth-like, wasn't it? You had Ten K coming up behind. Yeah, him and, and as cool as explosions would have been, this this built up the tension a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. But um, but what I was gonna bring up earlier was I did like the moment where you know at the very beginning they're they're all talking. It's like, well, you your your radiation levels are fine. You'll probably get cancer in about twenty years, and they're like, Shh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That is not a concern at the moment. Yeah, that is a future Warren's problem. <laughs> I do yeah. like how they're like, really, twenty years from now, we're <laughs> yeah, okay, uh huh. <laughs> but um. But so they go ahead and put Plan C into action, and and they they get um, they get you know Homer and Ten K as far as they can go, and that's when we get this very brief moment with Cassandra because this very well could be the end with the nuclear reactor mm-hmm. you know meltdown imminent if they fail, and so she runs up and hugs him real quick, and then you know before they take off and run away, and for everybody who shipped it in the audience. <laughs> I'm over here raising my hand like, yep, ship her on deck. <laughs> Murphy I and I, we ship it. I don't like know. FedEx at Christmas. Well, because t- with this, it's very interesting because 10K has obviously gotten crushes on other people before. Uh-huh. So it... He didn't and, have one this episode. Yeah, no. We're breaking the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it seems to be that he, he obviously cares about everybody in the group, but mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't 
like Cassandra in that way. I'm oh, looking you at you. Oh, you think I? You think he doesn't? No. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I need to hear more. Well, sure. Does yeah, he or doesn't he? please. Well, yeah. well, I always thought that that it was obvious that he did. I don't know. I kind of agree with you on mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. When you're staring at her in the truck, weirdly. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> All those, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just well, for those, those, those scenes in five when, when we're rolling around in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So all you these other girls are just kind of crushes of the they're week. Just kind of crushes. She's like they're the just main passing girl. Yeah, through. he yeah. can't express it to her because they're working together. Yeah. So he's got to okay. let it let it out with other people. Yeah. He, he he started with you have a finger in your hair, and that was <laughs> yeah. his a game. And now he's <laughs> just you know maintaining that. <laughs> he was checking her out. He was looking <laughs> like oh, kind of learning about weird. females. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> 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 in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, it's, it's very much a how do I woman sort of thing. Okay, I I was just assuming that because he gets all these crushes on other people mm-hmm. that he wasn't really interested in anybody that was in the group, at least not in that way. I mean, I never, in this episode, I didn't see Cassandra feeling the same way towards 10K until tonight, or till that episode tonight, whatever night, you know what I mean. This episode. <laughs> this um, this yeah. week's, yeah. And so when I saw her kind of like, oh, don't go. That kind of reaction, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's got a bad friend too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How yeah. long until the show breaks my heart with yeah. that then? <laughs> oh, it broke your heart with Robbie. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned that you didn't see 10K with any love interest in this episode. Yeah. I kind of feel it wasn't a love as in like, with Ken Cassandra, but yeah, yeah. It was but all that Homer, kind, but with, yeah, yeah with but Homer. Yeah. It was a fatherly kind of love. He had a father figure in this episode again. Yeah. And that's when we get this really next, really tragic scene in the main reactor when um, when Homer gets attacked by a zombie and it rips a hole in his suit. And so he's he's basically a goner. I mean, this yeah. was kind of a suicide mission anyway, but yes, now there's is. literally no chance. Yeah. Um, and so when... I, oh, go ahead. I got a question. Why does 10K have to use that gun in such a small space? Why can't 10K use a handgun that was given out? I feel like that would have saved the time. Small guns. <laughs> 10K is a guy who puts shoe treads on his shoulder. I mean, Do you really think he's going to use a small gun? I, I think for the turning radius to save people, it would have been a lot quicker. I mean, I'm not hating on 10K. I'm just saying. It it's all about of... style, though. <laughs> yeah, it would... again, shoe tread shoulders. Yeah. It would diminish the look if he had a handgun. <laughs> Just this one time. No one's going to judge you wrong. You know, yeah. In hindsight, probably, probably yeah, yeah. should have done that. What would the ladies <laughs> say? <laughs> but it is, it is this really sad scene, but with kind of some impressive wire work, too, with um, the scene where 10K is lowering mm-hmm. him down in the reactor to put the rods back into yeah. place. Yeah, spectacular. Uh, was, that, was that mostly stunt work, or do you guys as actors normally do your own stunts? That was stunt work. I mean, Homer, he's he's just a little on the older end of life. Um, That's one way. Different century. Yeah, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to. I don't know how to correctly say that people are old. I don't know how to do that. Not, you're not old. Uh, it's okay, um, and there it is. Fine. But uh, no, that was a stunt guy. Yeah. <laughs> You could have just said that from the beginning. Man. You could have just said that from the beginning. <laughs> so, 
Okay. But it was, it was, it was cool stunt work, and it was this very, very sad, emotional moment, because he asks, once everything is put back into place and set back properly, he asks 10K to kill him. Mm-hmm. He can't do it. He can't do it. And so he just drops into the nuclear reactor. He's like, fine, if you're not going to do it, I guess I got to do it myself. That that made me really upset with 10K. I was like, you made a promise. Stick with your promise. I mean, I know it's really difficult and tough, and you saw your father and him a lot, but... Oh, you made the promise. Give him mercy. Disappointed in myself him. too. Yeah, I can't blame him for not wanting to do it twice. Yeah. On the other hand, because we didn't see the shot, there was part of me that was thinking he didn't give him mercy. There's still a zombie <laughs> kicking around in that reactor somewhere. Wait, he's not going to go down towards the reactor and be close to it. <laughs> but like, you could have. But all our heroes shot have him. to have flaws, right? Yeah, yes. you know, we mm-hmm. they got to have flaws, and uh, yeah, that's uh, especially in this know. world. There's no really. You can't be just a hero. Right. Well, the savior of mankind is Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. This is a messed up world. It's almost about the anti-hero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, we can't all be Warren who who were strong enough to shoot their loved ones in the face. Right. Like, that was that was really hard to watch. And even her after that, she she retreated into herself for an entire episode Mm -hmm. after that. Mm -hmm. So, we can't all be like Warren. But, but that moment when he, uh, uh, you know, Wilbur lets himself loose, yeah. and then you have Ten K saying no, 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 no. I thought that was great. Yeah, I just love that. Yeah, yeah, that was Starting. hard to watch. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for avoiding the Darth Vader. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> That would have made for a very different episode, I feel like. I'm telling you, we need a blooper reel. <laughs> but, which which would be a lot of fun, but it doesn't sound like you guys have time. We don't have yeah. time. But no. maybe maybe for season two. Maybe, yeah, maybe hopefully a little bit of a bigger budget. That would be great. That would be, that would be great. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? That would be spectacular. But while this is going on, we have um, Murphy. You know, he and Amelia were flying around in the air. Turns out vodka isn't really a good source of fuel. And they crash. Certainly not for light aircraft. Yeah. <laughs> no. Car, no. maybe. Jet fuel. Not for long, anyway. And they go down, and Murphy miraculously survives. Amelia, not so much, but what was really interesting about this scene is he was going to try to give her mercy, but it got too weird for him because she started mimicking mm. everything he was doing. And we've seen, we, what we've seen is a very interesting progression with him and the zombies around them because they go from attacking him to not attacking him to suddenly kind of like watching everything he does like he can tell them to buzz off and they'll buzz mm-hmm. off like obeying him yeah yeah like- and and now they're mimicking him and that's really creepy like we could see he didn't know what to do with that he was like this is too weird i'm out stop following me <laughs> he is the zombie king yeah, yeah. yeah. Her reaction to him was like, "Are you my father? Where are you going? Are you? Are you just like yeah. it? Really, is puppies and kittens? That was just yeah. one of those lines where it's like, oh yeah, I got a point. Uh-huh. I kind of thought that something was nice more was going to come between them. Mm. I mean, because she, I, I didn't know if the zombie was more supposed to show Murphy's, you know, power over them, 
or if it was going to show that she could still be saved in some way. I don't know. Like, it's a little bit of both because we've seen in previous episodes that there is still something there when mm-hmm. somebody becomes a zombie. Uh, when Doc is stuck in the air vent um, yeah. and the zombie gets stoned <laughs> and and they start like and they look they're looking at each other in the eye mm-hmm. and Doc definitely sees something there. Yeah. There's also the zombie that was smart enough to knock in episode one. And I don't think any of us are ever going to get over that. <laughs> that was pretty weird. And I'm, it's over creepy. It. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, they're not raptors. They can't open doors. Once they open doors, then all bets are off. <laughs> but, but It's a matter of time. Now that you've said that, you realize it's only a matter of time. Well, and now if Murphy opens the door, they're going to be able to mimic him. <laughs> I don't think he ever will open a door, though. He's kind of got that, open it for me. <laughs> he is Probably, the zombie yeah. king. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But if we're, we're left with this kind of odd place with when they come back together, because Murphy walked 10, 10 miles or 100 miles. I don't know. <laughs> it's all the same when you're walking. Okay, fine. <laughs> Can I just say well, I want fan art of Murphy as the zombie king? <laughs> <laughs> Audience, artists, come on. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. I, I see would it. hope so. I see it in your future. I would like that. But... But we get this kind of, we end on a really odd note because we have them reunited and they're going to give Amelia mercy because obviously he didn't, he couldn't do it himself. And that's when he stops them. He straight up stops them and says no. Cause it's one thing to just avoid doing it. Mm. And it's a completely different thing to say no. Maybe, maybe this can be a different kind of mercy. And that was an odd note to kind of end on because, okay, yeah, he he got this experience where she was mimicking him and that was really weird for him. But they weren't there for that. Why would they listen to him? I mean, this isn't... I think he's feeling like he's in, what was it, warm bodies where they brought the zombies back to being human through the power of emotional connection? <laughs> through the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone who hasn't seen that movie, you can yeah. fix the zombie apocalypse with the power of love. Spoiler and alert. warm <laughs> bodies is a cute little movie, but that is not the world that he's living in. And it feels like he's trying to make it that world. Like, she's different. She's not hurting anyone. And oddly but, enough, she wasn't hurting anyone, which was weird. But that's a huge change for Murphy. Because Murphy is. would be it's like, true. kill him, kill him, kill him, like, just get rid of it. But now he's like, no, don't. So that's really interesting to see him go down that pathway of it. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's more connecting with the zombies. I mean, like, he's, you've kind of seen visually he's going through this, like, downward <laughs> yeah. spiral. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's like, he's like actually, like, he feels like they're his people, you know, and he doesn't want them. And it's the whole, he says, maybe it's time for a different kind of mercy. That's right. Like, maybe... Being a zombie isn't the worst thing that can happen to you. Well, yeah. you have to understand your subjects if you want to rule fairly. <laughs> <laughs> zombie King. Zombie I thought King. maybe he had a little crush on her and he just didn't. I was <laughs> hoping maybe we can come back to her. Well, <laughs> and the Ew. other... Where's your mind going? <laughs> just saying. She's dead. That is necrophilia. <laughs> and that is gross. Gross. But, I mean, it's also kind of an interesting thing because he is becoming something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's afraid that that's eventually what he's going to transform into. And when that happens, he's like, well, if there is still something there, if that's what I become, maybe I don't want my friends to shoot me in the head, you know, when when the time comes, mm-hmm. if that's what happens yeah, to me, if that's his future. Because everyone's got that fear, like, I don't ever want to turn into a Z. Don't let me turn. And then... Yeah, we, we hear episode, that a couple times. We see times. both of them turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We two people that spoke loud and clear do not want to be Z <laughs> mm-hmm. turned. So, 
yeah, that was that was that was hard. But he's also understanding himself, isn't he? And he's understanding himself just by ex- self-examination and by seeing the other and recognizing himself. And so he's not just reacting uh, willy-nilly anymore. It, it is different. And I think that the group are listening to him differently, as he is listening and observing differently. Mm-hmm. They they echo that and observe him differently. Well, he's their friend now. So yeah. I, I guess that does make sense that you would listen to your friend as opposed to just this a-hole who's traveling with you. Right. It's friendship, not just an escort mission anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So that basically wraps it up for this episode. Uh, do we want to get into predictions a little bit? Yes. Yeah, Ooh, sure. Let's hear them. Yeah. Predictions. Do we, uh, do we get the sound we get it? Oh, well. We got the light show. Bears. 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 Oh, yes. So excited for bears. Are we finally getting the promised zombie bears? Bears. Bears. I'm just warning you next week, I'm just going to see saying bears. That's that's all you'll be able to Every Christopher Walken and Nick Cage joke we have. Um, three olives of vodka with me, and every time I say bears, you take guys have a to shot. take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> you take a shot, and we'll watch you. If and you buy the vodka, bears, the bears. <laughs> if you buy bears. the vodka, you're on. Yes, bears. <laughs> we do not advocate, you know, <laughs> if you were under the age. We're of all 21. of age, <laughs> but um, that doesn't mean we're responsible for this conversation. But and we're some all of us age. are just old. <laughs> <laughs> thinking um, we get the group back together because the, the group has been apart I think they come back together and I, I think we're still you know going back to, to last episode we have a lot of fallout with Addie mm-hmm. from you know this this horribly traumatic revelation so I think there's going to be a lot to deal with with all of that mm. that's my guess that's my guess that's my prediction you guys mm. apart from bears we're going to get the group back together I, I think I they all do because in the yeah, preview yeah. it shows them at the camp with the girls and like only girls allowed this is the girls club <laughs> um, and Addie and the women have to go Addie's with the group but I think Addie might try I'm gonna get really dark here she might kill an innocent innocent person that's on a Z Ooh, mm. that is dark interesting Maybe. I mean oh, wait what makes you think that because she's very quick now to well in the preview it looks like she's very quick to like just kill Z's and whatever and now I'm thinking maybe that's the path. Like she might kill an innocent person, then it's a Z, and then, but it's an innocent person. I don't. And with this crazy camp again, never know. Mm-hmm. Women only. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. With bears, <laughs> bears, zombie bears, women and bears. Um, oh did God. you find anything weird about the Citizen Z in this last episode? This he last? was very briefly in this episode. The mm-hmm. entire episode, we get like maybe two minutes mm-hmm. of him total, and he was just playing, you know, on repeat, calling Delta X-ray Delta. Mm-hmm. And then he spoke with Warren for about two seconds, and that was about it. He also it. had that very impressive scene with his... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the panel. CGI? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know if it was I don't CGI. know. It was like, he, they never missed. He never yeah. missed one. I was very impressed. Maybe he's just that good. Maybe. He's had a long time to practice. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, though they are... You guys do shoot very long days, mm-hmm. maybe just in between takes. It was just something he was working on. They were like, you know what? Let's just film him this <laughs> once and not tell him. <laughs> maybe that's just something he can do. It's an innate talent. Maybe. But uh, we got a couple minutes left, so um, we want to ask you guys a little bit more yeah. uh, about 
your role and um, particularly with 10K he's developed quite a bit so far mm-hmm. and I, I just kind of want your perspective on his development and the growth and changes that he's gone through yeah I think he's definitely kind of especially in this episode been stepping up and kind of into a leadership position um, this is like he's kind of I mean he's so young he's kind of being like these are the people that he's kind of growing up with and he's molding himself around you know you kind of copy the people that you're uh you emulate your role models you emulate your role models and these are like all of them are role models like so he's he kind of he makes more jokes like he's kind of like doc in that way and then and then Mm. i think the leadership style that he has kind of follows the same that warren has been leading with why is that why do you think he's uh drawn to warren in terms of leadership styles um, I just, hmm, okay, uh, <laughs> okay, make me think about things. Should we come back to you? All right, um, it's just, I mean, he, I think he's also a, a compassionate leader, you know, mm-hmm. but also very firm. Mm-hmm. As she He's is. very, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he sees her being very firm with Homer, and then he's pretty firm with Homer when... Interesting. What, yeah, that one, yeah. that one scene where... He wants to go in by himself, and I say, "No, you need backup. I'm going with you." Yeah, that was forceful. Just take, yeah. take control of that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a question: Yeah, if God forbid anything happens to Warren, as mm-hmm. things are wont to do on this show, do you think 10K could step That's up and be the leader? Good question. I think that I think that he would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. they would listen to? I him? don't know. I don't know that Doc would listen to 10K, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that Doc would listen to anyone. <laughs> So you're saying 10K and Cassandra could be the new Warren and Garnett. Oh. oh. <laughs> and doesn't I Murphy... I think 10K has Mur- that skill set. <laughs> but doesn't Murphy say that in one of the episodes? Yeah, that yeah. He put those two together. <laughs> he breed them, the zombies. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's like, the zombie apocalypse would be over. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. yeah. I ship it. I ship it. We know. We know. <laughs> I... I'm hesitant because the last time we had um, two characters get together, one of them died. So <laughs> I'm going to assume that everyone dies. That's that's my game plan when I walk into episodes from now on. And you know, if most of the people involved survive, hey, we're ahead of the curve. Oh, then it's a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> then you don't have to feel any loss, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a pleasant surprise instead yeah. of a devastating blow. <laughs> oh, I was pretty sure 10K was going to die with all this nuclear stuff going on. Really? And I was like, oh, he's not dead. Oh, why <laughs> was that? To, uh, because every time someone Someone says this would be a really good episode for this person to be on for the after show. You should have them on. Uh-huh. Last time that happened, it was his last episode. Yes. <laughs> so every time, it's, oh, this is a good episode for us. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> but, so yeah, quite, once yeah. bitten. <laughs> But with that, because of the the changes that he's going through, and obviously the connections that he's making, um, where do you think he's going to? I mean. I can't ask that because you know where because he's going. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Season but, two predictions. Assuming that he survives, where do you think he might develop as a character? Two. I have a new weapon. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen in season two. It's like it's a mystery to all of us. Yeah, still. It is. We, don't, we don't know. It's yeah, which is kind of great because uh, yeah, the finale we've got a lot is to look like. To. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if there's um, if. Is there anybody that you haven't, as an actor, is there anybody that you would like to play off of in a scene that you haven't maybe gotten to play off of yet? Um, 
Yeah, I haven't really played off Murphy very much. Um, I think he's actually the only one that I haven't really, and I guess not Warren very much either. Just Warren, just kind yeah. of very briefly in this episode, did I ever get a scene with Warren? But yeah, yeah, those two then, yeah. That would be good. That yeah. would, be, would be interesting. A nice, and Murphy. Yeah, a nice sit down talk. Yeah. I like, definitely like when if if when slash if uh, 10K becomes more of like a leader, you know, he's gonna have to. Be assertive with Murphy. You know? <laughs> with Murphy. He's going to have to come out of his shell. Be amazing. And Murphy is definitely not going to listen to Ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did he call him in uh, the other episode? Ten cents, I think he called him. <laughs> ten ten, ten cents. Two nickels. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Roya, did you... Oh, have I was going to say, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't say Citizen Z, you know. Oh. But I guess oh, that yeah. means that it'd be near the end if you got to meet him. Yeah. Or oh, somehow you teleported. Well, I think he's been in the episode so infrequently. We had one focused on him, and then aside from that, he has anywhere between two and five minutes of screen time. Mm. We kind of forget that he's up there now. There's not a lot of balance at the moment. Mm. Well, um, yeah, it's either in an episode that's mostly about him, although sometimes they they interweave it pretty well. So, but yeah, but this he had one like two minutes in this episode. This yeah. one, it wasn't focused on him. It was, it was, yeah, very much an afterthought about the NSA. And granted, he did have a big episode a few episodes ago, so I guess maybe that's their thinking. A lot of that has to do with how much contact like the team is actually able to have with him, too. True. Well, now they have a phone. We have the, we have the phone. Which Warren now. didn't realize that the closer you are to the radiation, the less it would work. <laughs> but that's okay. But, I mean, that is a good thing too, because if um, if Addie and if Addie and Matt can get a hold of a radio, they'll be able to, and yeah. that was the whole big thing with them with trying to find, you know, a radio that worked is that they can re- rendezvous with the team mm-hmm. and get the gang back together again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I think we're almost out of time. Do you guys have any other questions for, for our, fi- our wonderful guests tonight? Well, yes. I would, I'd just like to, uh, yeah, say absolutely. hi to, uh, and well done as well to the glowing zombies. Uh, my assistant casts all the extras and the zombies have been fantastic. So, the zombies, uh, the the zombies extras, are great. They are. The extras. We heard phenomenal. about, was it 800 or 8,000 people? I know, it's legendary up. now. <laughs> you know, we, I'm hearing numbers like thousands showed up. It was 600 in a very short <laughs> space of time. <laughs> um, and Jennifer Gatz, who's the extras casting, uh, uh, director and also my assistant casting associate was the one that that, that that organized all that but yeah i mean people are there are more people wanting to be zombies and there are people who want and they're so they're so committed to oh, they're so committed to yeah. the to being a zombie to the craft <laughs> to the craft being a zombie <laughs> so yeah it's great did you guys have any uh since obviously the makeup in this particular episode was so different mm-hmm. than you know we had in previous episodes did you guys have any of the zombie extras kind of playing around a little bit because they had the black light and everything well what was funny oh, the, the funniest go. thing was um because you know how they the glow in the dark stuff you have to like recharge it with light <laughs> so like we had like these two like black light boards and they would just like stand in front of them and then turn <laughs> and then turn and then go and do the scene like tanning yeah it's, yeah it was like a tanning bed. absolutely was, committed you know yeah. standing there that's yeah, right that is amazing oh, so <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> yeah yeah do you guys have any other questions did you um, cast the bear <laughs> <laughs> next week's 
Bear. Bear. Told you I'm already starting. Someone's excited. Hashtag bear. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on aside from, as we know, season two that you'd like to talk about? Um, I can't really mention anything, but I'm sort of hovering around in New York a little at the moment and hovering around as well in the Northwest. And I'm going to London on vacation for a little while, so that'll oh, be nice. Oh, nice. That'll be very nice to go back for a bit. Yeah. Eat a Ben's cookie for me. Oh, I those are delicious. Them. I'll bring you some back. <gasps> <gasps> oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I'll bring you some back. Oh, I haven't had those in you. years. <laughs> anyway, how about me, you? I'm, I'm focused on training right now, pretty much. Yeah, and just studying and educating myself, you know. That's good. Hone the craft a little bit. Absolutely. Huh? Totally. Yeah. 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 Learning how to live in the woods. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Survival skills. Survivalism, yeah. Where can people go online if they want to find out more about you guys and about the work you're doing? Um, you go on... IMDB, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram. Do you have a fan know. page? What's your fan page called? Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, it's just Nat Zang. Nat Zang, on okay, on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> and your Twitter? Check that out. My Twitter is Zatnang. <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah. And my website is NikkeiImaruCasting.com. And uh, my Facebook page is Act With Inspiration. So oh, feel cool. free to stop by. Of course. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so, so much thank for joining for us this us. week. It great. was an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Katie Cullen, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on the Sword Art Online, Star Wars Rebels, and Arrow panels here at AfterBuzz. And guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyRoy. That's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. And don't forget about Zach. You can follow him on Twitter at ThatZachWilson. Uh, and I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at TheMenguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Folks, thank you so much again for tuning in. Thank you again to our wonderful guests for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we will you. see you guys next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.